watched for an hour. I went to my car, took a nap for an hour, came back, and then watched the last hour play out for that round. I chose my hero and made my deck to beat the North American meta, but this is a Worlds thing. Basically the fab meme team. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Win and End podcast. I am your host, Eric Darrenheim, and with my two regular guests, Mr. Gabe Honsine and Jonathan Wyatt. How's it going, guys? Great. Great. Hey, it's going well. How are you doing today? Doing pretty good. Yeah. Doing pretty good. Um, you know, just really working on that grind for worlds, and that's that's been the same old story day in, day out. That's for sure. <laughs> nice. I got great yeah. news to start it off with, just because of your intro. Okay. We're episode well, we eleven. No, we're on twelve. We're in episode twelve. Okay, this is episode. I, I 12. went counted. I went counted them back last. Yeah, week. the last episode, or yeah, last episode. I did not know. Uh, by the way, last episode over a hundred views. So two hundred now. Okay. Wow. Wow. Ooh. All I right. Think so I'll go look right now. So we got yeah, we got big busy. shoes to fill. <laughs> we got to keep it <laughs> keep it going up. Can't can, no no spikes out. Yeah, is Peter um, free for another podcast? Or? Yeah, honestly, <laughs> hey, he told me he was like, "Look, I can talk," and I was like, "That's perfect," because <laughs> me and Jonathan can talk. <laughs> That's what we but today here. we got Gabe instead, and uh, you know it's always good to have the boss around to kind of keep us in check. So keep them in shape. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, back straight. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just stand up. Always, I maintain eye contact with the camera. Right. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> the boss is watching. Look busy. Yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do mundane <laughs> tasks. Um. All right. Well, you know what? I want to get into the. This is a Sunday that we're recording, and this is a Sunday that the uh, 10K event that was in Ohio. Um, the top eight results or like the, the final results are already done. We don't know them yet. They haven't posted them, which is kind mm-hmm. of annoying. But one of the big things that you'll hear everywhere, but and including here, is that an Azalea made top eight, which Crazy. is uh, what? Yeah, this is a big <laughs> event. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, yeah, what you know, so um. Now, now Levia just kind of sits by herself at this point because Azalea, Azalea proved herself a little bit here. Uh, wow, yeah, I don't know the you... story of that one. Uh, well, the guy's name is Levi Roch, right? I don't know. I know. I know his name. His first name is Levi. I can say that part. I don't right, know. Yeah, Levi R. R. Yeah, Levi R. R. Levi, Levi, Levi R. R. Did it. Um, <laughs> You know, I I played Azalea, you know, I think everyone dabbled in Azalea at some point in their fab career. Um, but um, Azalea is very good against Runeblade. And that's kind of always been her hidden advantage. Because most of the times, you know, you just die to everything else. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, when it comes to, like, aggressive decks, you have cards like Red in the Ledger, right? And that's that's her, like one big specialization card and that really stops runeblade that really stops Fi. so it kind of makes sense to see her have a little spark right now nice yeah so uh, you can take it to worlds now or you know we're all taking her right <laughs> yeah we're all we're all taking the worlds you know i we we, we started our azalea tournament um mm-hmm. i beat paul so I do not have to play Azalea for the rest of my life. So I'm going to kind of keep to that. Um, I will say 
there is an obscene amount of Azalea on Talashar now. Oh, yeah. Okay, uh, okay. A, a, a real trend has been set. <laughs> uh, I think Azalea is probably the most popular CC hero and Dadadal's most popular Blitz hero right now. So, yeah. Talashar is really sense. popping off. Dude, fab players, we're just a bunch of gossipers, man. Like, every time, like, a new hero comes out, like, everyone knows about it. And, and people just That's hop true. on it, right? Like... That's I mean, so true. Bandwagon. This is like, but this is like also like a hero that people have been waiting for to see the success mm -hmm. on. And oh, she's had a cult following for a while now. Yeah, exactly. So now it's time to get out your cardboard condo, blow the dust off of it, and start <laughs> getting your Azalea deck going, right? Basically. So. Yeah. No, basically. Yeah, right, uh, yeah, dude. It 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 is. It's 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 the best time to play Azalea, and then realize, oh, this deck isn't that great i just always lose to all of them Class. Um, yeah <laughs> but good job to levi honestly that's uh it's it's not easy and um i'm sure a bit of gym god luck was around to give him the good matchups but uh i'd imagine it's still hard to play Zayla even to your best matchup so good job to him <laughs> yeah and um, uh, something i yeah. want to say as well on top of that is just a lot of respect because like you know, being one of those big names that gets mentioned in Flesh and Blood outside of a calling event or higher is, like, a very rare thing to happen. It's true. So, like, true. yeah, Levi basically throwing his name in there into, like, you know, basically the fab meme team. Like, yeah, honestly, can Levi play any other hero at this point? No. Start buying your cold Like, foil. maybe Levia? <laughs> Get your cold foil ranger equipment because you're locked in. Oh, dude, yeah. At this point, for real. Um, you know, it'd be it'd be interesting. We might see her uh, get a boost with um, the new bow that came out. Um, we'll see what an aim counter means. We'll see if that really, um, you know, does anything for rangers. But uh, yeah, okay. And then, um, yeah, we don't have really much else on that just because. For whatever reason, what's the what's the the streamer or what? Yeah, it's what's the, the realm? Games? The realm is the uh, the host the realm. of okay. this realm battle hardened. Um, so okay. Just yeah, for whatever reason, they said yeah, we will stream all the um, the Swiss pairings and Swiss matchups, uh, but we won't give you top eight on the next day, which is like radical. Yeah, it's Gosh. weird because like at the end of their stream, they even said that they would be the top eight would be at nine so yeah they were like given like the times and i don't know like i'm guessing some technical difficulties happened something i can't imagine like this was the plan yeah there might be something on that the realm's twitter or facebook account that may be addressing the situation but um definitely a a miss right to to mm -hmm. not stream the top eight not be able to stream it um, as us fab players say a punt yeah, yeah. right it's, it's it's really disappointing because like if anything that's the thing i want to see streamed i don't really care about swiss right. as much as i care about top eight um and right. also this is a 10k tournament yeah it's big it's huge there were some uh some big names in the tournament um uh, as far as the i think only really brody spurlock was the only name that like you can, you would recognize in the top eight for this one, other than Levi now. Yeah. Which, by the way, I do I do know Levi did make it to semifinals, so he did win his first round. Let's go. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I don't Good. don't know much else, but I know that. 
Look, I, um, I've, I've seen it. I'm oh, sorry. Go for it. Oh, no. Yeah, you go. You got it. I was going to say, because this, this is not nearly as important, but everyone's referring to the top eight of these tournaments as Brody's parents' house. I don't know if you guys, like when we were looking through Twitter, I don't know if you found that yet. <laughs> I did not. That's There's actually like a Brody's huge chain house. of it. Everyone's going off on it. Wow. Why is it Brody's parents' house? Um, Because he lives there now. Oh, at, oh, at, at top yeah, eight. At the top eight. Okay. The combat chain is the one that started that. I see. I see. Sorry, that was you know we had <laughs> we had a a, dis- a a little team discussion last night on that. Um, Brody has made these top eights and it has been on Battle Hardens, but um, mm-hmm. and he did the Nationals top eight as well. But we haven't seen like a top eight calling or pro tour. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's only. So, I mean, it's only really Nats and. Uh... Battle Hardens and Pro Quests, right? Is that's that's the main thing he's dominating, right? right? So yeah, um, you know that some of that conversation kind of generated to is Brody one of the best players in the world, um, right? So I think that's that was an interesting point to bring up. Um, while I think everyone, most of the people agree that Brody is a excellent player, and I don't want to take anything away from him by any means of his skill level and his his mm-hmm. recent success however he has not reached a calling level so um yeah i think i think calling and above is really where we're looking at for uh, more pro level success is what we would call it um i would agree so that. i think he would agree with that too yeah and i think those names are the ones that come to the forefront now i definitely think brody is a part of that conversation into getting into there and i think we will mm-hmm. see his name in that yeah, section. it does feel like just a matter of time. I just think it's a little early to say one of the best in the world. Yeah, right. right? Yeah. So, like, like, congrats to like making these top eights, but yeah, like, you, your name's not really remembered until you get first, right? Yeah, I mean, Brody's like his shoulders are growing, but he doesn't have a mountain back <laughs> yet, right? So yeah, yeah, um, he, yeah he's like exactly. he's no Akuma from Street Fighter, right? So <laughs> <laughs> no, not quite. But yeah, it, it's it's a uh, you know like like I said like it's I think it's just a matter of time. But yeah, let's 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 let it sit a little bit. Let the hype die down a little bit. <laughs> um, you know what? All right, let's. All right, I I'm gonna talk about it because I'm not afraid to to bring up little controversial things. Uh, I I talked about uh, Brendan Patrick controversial stuff on this with like the whole like. Um, you know, like why people leaving the team sort of deal. And then I played against him. He was a very kind gentleman. So not that I didn't think he would be, but it's just like, I'm just saying what I'm about to say here, take it with a huge <laughs> grain of salt. <laughs> I think we need our hats right now, Jonathan. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Or break yeah. out the cayenne pepper because it's about to get spicy. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, I like this guy. <laughs> Jonathan, you just need to be on a marketing team, dude. <laughs> I think so, I think so. <laughs> Oh, you just no. need to be a caller guy and a, a mar- like head of a marketing I'm team. Like, Imagine if he was like broadcasting these events. I'd oh lose my it. gosh! Oh man, I why am I not in advertisements, guys? Like, uh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so there has been okay. So if you ever have so this is still talking about Brody. If you've ever watched Brody like play on streams. Um, you you'll notice some of the habits that he does, which you know that's that's near here nor there. I really don't care too much about that. But I think one of the big things that people have taken away is uh, slow play. And um, 
you know, there's a lot to be said about that. Like, you know, there's, you know, is he, is he doing it on purpose? Is, is that just how he plays? You know, um, you know, does he just not understand that it's, it's, you know, uh, like not a good thing. Like, does he even like all these, all these questions happen, right? Like there's even like, he's just a kid. He'll learn, you know, everything's been said about it all under the sun. It's, um, that's not what I'm here to discuss. Like what I hear to say is that like, there has been a record with this and this goes into what's happened today. This is, um, the first, the quarterfinal took 90 minutes to complete. Um, they had a bit of a late start. I can't say anything cause I haven't seen it cause they don't have it on stream. I don't think we're going to have video of that. So I can't say who was being slow, but, um, there's probably a good chance it was Brody. I, I think there's like a 90% chance it was. Uh, there has been a story that at, um, I don't even know. It was a tournament at Houston. I don't know what type of tournament it was. Do you know, Jonathan? Uh, it was a ProQuest, actually. So okay, this, it was a ProQuest. I got another story on top of that, so I'll, I'll let you go. Okay, all right. Yeah, let me tell mine. And yeah, I want to hear yours, too. So uh pro quest at houston they they get to top eight um they get to they get to finals and the game is just has like gone like i think it's 11 p.m at this point and it's just because in top eight there is no time limit it's not even finals yet right right so uh the owner of the store like just had enough. I think I don't know. I think if it was maybe it was a Sunday. I don't know. But he was done, right? He was mm-hmm. there way longer than he thought he yeah, would be. It's bedtime. It's bedtime. It's, it's bedtime. like eleven p.m. Like probably there's didn't no have dinner. Like, yeah, yeah. Probably didn't have dinner. You're probably absolutely right about that. Wife so and kids. They got school in the morning. So, so he said, "Look, the next life total change wins the game, right?" And Brody's opponent plays the Toma Fiendel, gains a few life. <laughs> Um, and he won the game, uh, but like the whole reason it got to that point, as hilarious as that is, is because of the slow play. So let's hear your story, Jonathan. Well, I, I do want to just add that Dalen Mack actually took down that event as well. Um, oh, good job, on Fat Dalen. Ogre. So just kind of wanted to mention him um, since he is yeah, a Dallas yeah. local. Um, That's true. Outside cool of that, during that same ProQuest season, um. There was an event at LGS, which is uh, one of the one of the premier game stores in the Dallas area, right? So they they're one of the big hosts for us, and uh, they host a lot of competitive events for us for Flesh and Blood. Um, they mm-hmm. were they hosted the ProQuest, and at top eight, uh, one of the matches took three hours long. Oh God, was this um, was this him versus Paul? No, it wasn't. It it wasn't versus Paul. It was versus. I know he had a long game. I think he had like a two-hour game against Kai, and then followed that with like, or like oh. a two-hour game against Paul, and then like followed that with yeah. like a long game against I, Kai too. I mean, like that coupled with the Fat Ogre story really is what brought the conversation forward as far as within mm-hmm. our local area, where everyone uh, locally began to know Brody as a slow player, right? Mm-hmm. And um. I think um, kind of just making this full circle, um, I think there's been a little bit of, um, I don't know, apologists from the streaming side of uh, right. casting to say that, hey, this is a great player. He's not playing slow. And while I agree that, I, I think those can be exclusive things, right? You can be a great player mm-hmm. and you can play slow. 
So, um, yeah, I think that's the instance for Brody here. And, um, yeah, I think, uh, I think everyone in Dallas kind of, you know, heard what the casters were saying. He's not, he's not really a slow player, you know, right. And everyone's just saying, well, that one, that one's tough to swallow. I'm going to call BS on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, unfortunately, uh, during that LGS event, like almost every round he participated in was a, a two hour round plus right yeah so i remember i literally remember going to my car taking a nap for an hour right like we watched for an hour i went to my car mm-hmm. took a nap for an hour came back and then watched the last hour play out for that round and like i remember even like all the story you probably woke up and like oh it's probably over <laughs> yeah like right i'm like oh man this whole event's over like i just i just go home now Easy right it's not it's not over but um so like everyone that was watching <laughs> had something to say the store owner had something to say uh, i'm sure both of them right so yeah, yeah. um yeah it, it it is an issue mm-hmm. uh, so it i i think okay so going to the caster deal mm-hmm. brody is one of the most successful young flesh and blood players right now um, if not the su- most successful young player, he, he probably is. Um, yeah. it's hard to make an and not you wouldn't even want to make it make someone a public enemy as a caster, no matter what. And you're definitely not going to do it to Brody because he is younger for sure. Yeah, you don't want caster um, bias to have a negative effect on someone's life. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. At the same time, though, you don't want hour and a half to two hour games, even if it's like in the top eight. Um, you don't want, especially in the Swiss rounds for, um, uh, to go to time, you know, um, I mean, Brody's teammates are there to kind of give him that reality, which is, I think really good. I think that's very nice, but I don't want this just to be on Brody at the same time, because like this can go to any slow play. I think it does. slow play in this game is so crucial because we only play one game. And I know I've talked about this all the time, but I do think it, it does need to be called out. Um, yeah. Because if it's not called out, then we're just not going to move forward. We're not going to progress. 100%. And this isn't like an opportunity to, to dogpile on Brody. We're just using him as an example. And in, in all honesty, he's a great example because he's performing so well right now. And, right. and yeah. we have that visibility to say, hey, mm-hmm. this is a person that's doing it, and now we have the visibility to say that it's an issue, and he may not be the only person that's doing it. He's just the one who's being who's successful, right? So yes, that's exactly that's really what it comes down to. So like we're not we don't want to get in the way of any of his success, and we just want to call it an issue with slow play. Really, that's that's at the end yes. of the day is what it is. Like right, he's you, just you nailed it around the head. He, he's just mm-hmm. kind of the kindling to start the conversation, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I do think that slow play needs to be enforced, um, especially at the top eight. And uh, mm-hmm. like how the judges enforce that and how LSS proceeds with that, I think it will change in the future, hopefully sooner I rather so. than later, though. Right. Right. Yeah. No, I, I absolutely agree. Like, because right now, I, I've i always said that, hey, if you think your opponent is slow playing, call a judge over, have them watch the game. Right on. With that being said, I've had that happen. <laughs> And the judges just didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to say, hey, he's slow playing. I, I literally had to say that to a judge, like, as he was there watching. I was like, judge, like, 
he took three minutes on this like one decision like can we not call this right now like you're right here mm -hmm. and like sure enough he did say something after that but it's like yo like i had to say some so i i don't think that there's a guideline or policy with it because i had that happen on two occasions where judges had to watch um and i think maybe that's where we and it's so it's it's a hard one for sure it's definitely a hard one to kind of judge but we do need to have some sort of like guideline or rules to go off of yeah if it's something as simple as like lss needs to uh issue these judges a stopwatch so that when they when sure. someone gets called for slow play that you have to really have to start empirically measuring like how mm -hmm. long they're taking to like decide these turns out then that's what we have to do if that's what it is it's like all right th more than 30 seconds yeah they get a warning right yeah and then if like if it yeah. passes another 30 seconds then yeah they get a penalty or something like that i don't know like but but within that there needs to be some sort of a guideline and i don't think it's as difficult as people want it to be i think it's just more along the lines of that judge help is already limited so mm -hmm. one of the biggest issues that I find is that when someone calls for slow play and a judge comes by to even watch, another person calls for judge and they have to go. And then they're gone. Yeah. Yeah. So gone. like, so. I think that's just also a part, uh, another partial issue. But um, I hope that they can at least solve it in the top eight and then have it trickle down to the Swiss, right? Um, I think yeah, that would probably yeah. be the best strategy. But um, slow play, uh, there's a mental toll um that it takes oh, yeah. and i it, definitely definitely and i think that toll um is more on the control player side mm -hmm. because i i absolutely agree they have a game because you're, you're forced yeah yeah like, wait, yeah sorry oh, yeah, yeah you're absolutely right you're right yeah like you're just you're forced to play you you're forced to play a totally different game um if if like your opponent is low playing you you're forced to make bad decisions because mm -hmm. you don't want to go to draw. Like it's draws almost as bad as a loss, if not just as bad. So um and we're calling we're coming full circle here, right? Because we've already talked about like the draw system. That there needs yeah, to be points yeah. in, in this, yeah. right? Because if there aren't points in this, then slow play becomes an issue. Right? Exactly. Like, exactly. It, That's why it's so big. And then yeah. like the concession rules that we've talked about before that goes right yeah. into this right it's like it does all, it does it, this this becomes like a three topic triangle mm -hmm. and, and yeah yeah it's, it's like a hard to avoid talking about one when you're talking about the other yeah right and i i, yeah. I think i think that lss needs to look to improve those things yeah. all right i i you know what i think we said enough I, I feel pretty good with that now i you know what i feel like I, I got to like use you guys as my therapist. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> I got to un unleash a little bit. All right. Uh, well, uh, your bill will be coming in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure it will. <laughs> oh yeah, I got some things to say if we're switching okay. topics. Okay. Yeah, let's some, do it. I did some digging. Okay. Um, I figured out who got second place at the Battle Hardened. Who got? Who we got? It's for Columbus, right? Is yep. that the correct one. So it was um his on Twitter. It's Dark Odious. Dark Odious is what he goes by. Okay. Um, pretty much all I know is he got second place. He beat the Azalea player. Okay. And I believe he was on Dromai. Sorry, Levi. Yeah. Sorry, Levi. Rip. Oh, um, yeah, that makes sense. I think sense. it was the Dromai guy. I could see that being hard. Because in, okay. in his uh, Twitter tag, it, it says the Dromai guy. Okay, so, yeah. So, there's, there's, hard. you know what? We should mention that. There was, like, one Dromai, one Viserai, one Azalea. Two Oldums, I think. Two Oldums. Um, I don't, Briar. I think... Two fives and a briar. Yeah, Dromai's yeah. kind of coming back. Like, 
people are you know playing it. I think she's gonna be sneaky. I think she's kind of sneaky. Yeah, she is. Like, yeah. I think like when we first tested her, like we were playing Viscerai into her, and mm -hmm. we just kind of said, "Well, Vis wins." And then like now mm -hmm. that Vis is like dead, like basically, yeah, Dromai is like <laughs> right back into the picture. So. Yeah. Yeah, no for sure. Um yeah, if you're a Dromai that can defeat a Fi, then you're you're solid, right? I mean that's your biggest matchup. So what do you think it would take to like switch to Dromai? Or do you think it's like in, in one of those things, do you think that you only play Dromai if you're comfortable and have been playing it for a while, or do you think it's worth switching at this point? I think she's one of those heroes that is a high learning curve. And so I think if you don't give her a month, then you're um I don't think you're ready for her. Like I, I, I played her when she was early on. I had success with her, and I think that's really because people didn't know how to play against her. Um, and then quickly, like Blake on our team, he took her up after that, and then he, he just he said from the get go, he's going to commit to her. And yeah, I would say he's a much better Dromai player. He committed all right. <laughs> yeah, for better. Yeah, for financially worse. too. Lightly yeah. saying it. Yeah, yeah, like, I, I felt so bad because, like, he was, like, our test dummy. Like, our impact dummy. Like, but we learned so much because of that, though. Uh, so I, I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, I definitely feel like I, I have a way better understanding of Dromai, and I definitely feel like I could pick up a Dromai deck. Not to not to that degree, but... Um, and be a little mm -hmm. bit better, though, than, um, you know, someone who's just fresh. But, yeah, Blake was an excellent resource during that time. Like, yeah, it's... Yep. He he went through the gauntlet. <laughs> he did. He did. And he became out a much better player, that's for sure. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I know this one time he was like, yo, I want you to play Dromai so I can see how you play it. And this is like after he's been playing it a lot. And so I was like, I guess. And so I played it. And just like me and Paul were like kind of, you know, Paul was coaching me on that one. And I was like, so what would Blake do here? Oh. <laughs> and it's like... <laughs> Like that's where that's where he, we were at. So I think Dromai. I don't think if if I was like you know what maybe she's in a good spot right now. Like even if she took first at this thing, I don't think I could switch to her. And I think unless you've been playing Dromai for a good while, and I mean like an actual good while, mm -hmm. then I don't think it's one of those heroes you can switch to. Yeah, and I, I suppose that since this world's format is more of a format that's meant to test, like hey, who's who's been seeing continued success in, a, in like a a stagnant meta so to speak um like yeah mm -hmm. we're gonna find out who the best player is and yeah kind of exciting you know i'm i'm glad you said that word meta because right now and we're gonna talk about the national men oh. right now and i really think that it shows azalea getting into a top eight i think we're in a like one of the best metas as far as my fab playing uh goes i like, miss bravo star of the show i'll say it so that's uh that was not one of the best metas. <laughs> I, I I didn't mind playing in that meta, but it was definitely a was more so limited cool. game. We had three cool. heroes. Hey, we're not trying to make enemies on this podcast. We're, we're, yeah. trying, to, <laughs> we're trying to make friends. Let's let's break out the marshmallows. I, 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 I take it smart. back. That's fingers were crossed. No, <laughs> it's uh you know games games you know honing in those old Starro players that. <laughs> that are long gone. I do like the Reddit page. It's just a lot of rips and graveyards right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, but yeah, the, yeah. Done. This this meta um, is one of the. It's super super diverse. You do have your your big three, but they're not like the only like mm -hmm. like if you play another hero, you can you can still make a top eight and even get first. 
but you do got your Briar, your Oldham, and your Fi. I think Briar. So, like, I'm looking at like the the Nationals breakdown yeah. um, mm-hmm. for the final thoughts, and it, it shows the overall that's Briar, Oldham, Fi. But, um, and I think that's really cool that it shows overall. And then if you scroll down, it'll show like the North American one because this one has Oldham, Fi, and Dromai as the top ones to like that are like being played the most. So I think it's pretty cool how like each region has a different one. Like Briar is like, is like not even the top five in that one. So it's interesting how. I don't think Briar is super prevalent in the meta, but that's because I'm in the North American meta. Mm-hmm. But if you know, if we're in like Europe, she's the most prevalent. Oldham's actually third in that one. So it's really cool how like you know, and like Visra is best in Oceania. We just called Visra dead. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that is really weird. But you know, when I see three regions that are playing Briar as their top mm-hmm. three, and then in a like yeah i it's so it's insane there have been too many sports where in north america just stopped competing on and oh okay because they like because we've like missed the target we're not practicing as hard as other nations are or or things like this or we're like misreading the meta but like in a lot of like these international events like whether it's like (laughs) i don't know basketball uh soccer uh even like stuff like league of legends or um uh, mm-hmm. like valorant overwatch stuff like that it's like if an international team is playing something and north america is not <laughs> noted i mean like i hate to say it, but we're kind of just a bunch of cupcake cupcakes compared to some of these nations so uh i that does concern me a little bit that um we're not on Briar. It is interesting. Yeah, we're we're the only um like continent that doesn't have Briar in the top three, and like I said, not even in the top five. Um, so it's very interesting. I I think I was I was really planning. I was like, okay, I'm gonna see a lot of Oldhams. I'm gonna see a lot of Fives. I'm gonna see a lot of Icelanders, right? Yeah. But that's because I'm in North America. Now I'm looking at these, and I'm like, there's a very good chance I'm gonna see a lot of Briars. And was like, you know, I I made I chose my hero and made my deck to like beat the North American meta, but this is a world's thing. So now that Briar's in the mix, you know, I wonder like and even Viscerai, we might see more Viscerais in the mix. You know, is this am I choosing the right hero at this point? Oh uh, man. But let's that why do you yeah. why why'd you gotta ask that question? Because now I'm asking it. <laughs> Like I know it's it's so interesting. The tweaking will never end, dude. Like uh, it surely, yeah. Uh, so. This is actually um, kind of crazy. I didn't realize they broke it down by region. That's huge. I I think that's super cool, especially when a world's event is coming up. That yeah. like makes total sense to do that. Um, so I do want to say that this is um pre uh pulse of Isomoth banning. So I do mm-hmm. think we will see a slight tick down in Oldham's. I still think we're going to see quite a bit of Oldham, so. Um, but, yeah, it's, all right, so we'll just go by, let's just go by the, um, as it's ordered. So the overall meta from all players across the world, Briar is the most represented. Uh, very close behind it is Oldham and then yeah. Fi. 
um, and then Dromine and Viscerite. So those are the top five. So it's definitely Briar, Oldham, Fi is like the big guys. Uh, but then when we get to the heroes making top eight, mm-hmm. we see Oldham's the most successful, and then it's Briar, and then it's Fi. So Fi looks like you know that's like on par. Oldham definitely gets a big jump. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's this would suggest if you want to make top eight that Oldham would be a good hit um, as well as Briar. And then, yeah, so, what? but we see a huge jump with Icelander as far as like representing the top eight. So Icelander has very good yeah. success. And then Viscera is kind of on par as well. Um, uh, one thing to be fair, Phi and yeah. Icelander have the same percentage. So Phi For... might have been a little higher, but. Oh, they do. You're right. Icelander You're right. That is too. a good point. Yeah, no. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like Phi is kind of on par where like, the overall amount of people playing fine, this is how many you're going to get in top eight. Mm-hmm. That kind of fits together. But Icelander gets a jump. Uh, Dromite gets a, a like a huge like um, decrease. Yeah. So um, despite her being one of the more popular heroes to play, she, she did not make a lot of top eights. Um, and then as far as just like who wins, yeah, like Oldham is by far like the hero to take if you want to mm-hmm. try to win a thing. Uh, Briar is second, and then Viserai is third, and then Icelander fourth, five, fifth. Um, and then, yeah, every other hero has about one or two wins. I think they're just one wins. I think so, honestly. yeah. Yeah, so uh, really, those five heroes, Oldham, Briar, Viserai, Icelander, and Fi, are the only heroes that really has continued success. Mm. Um, so, now that that has all been out there, yeah, I posted the question, or um, before the first or the second pro quest, you know, like who's what hero is going to win it. I famously got it right with Briar. Now that we have all this data out here in front of our face, I'll start with you, Gabe. Ooh. What hero is going to be the world champion? Oh, hmm, that is. Such an open question. That's it's, huge. It's, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me the hero and like tell me why. Yeah. Oh man, I wish I had a great answer for you. Um, yeah, I put you on the spot. All right. Uh, I, we did not. I know Oldham looks question. preferable, but I don't think it's going to be Oldham. Ooh, okay. So I think all the good players are going to be like, I don't know. Uh, I want to say it's going to be like a Viscerire. I think it's a Runeblade. I think it's still going to be Viscerire Briar. I want to hedge towards Briar, but yeah, I, I like I, Briar more. Sure, sure. I mean, I don't think anyone could blame you for picking Briar at this point. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, like look, she playing. was so close from becoming living legend, right? Well, so... well she's at what seventy-seven. She's so close. I yeah. think so, she. I think Briar. Yeah, she can get yeah, sorry, it. Yeah, sorry, Jonathan. She can get it, right? Yeah, yeah. I think so. If she wins worlds, she's she's gone. Oh yeah. I think oh yeah, was... absolutely. Well, I mean, if she wins a battle hard, I think she's gone, right? Yeah. Well, she has decent matchups into these decks. I don't know. I'm biased. Yeah, okay. I, I want Briar out of here, um, personally, but <laughs> yeah. um, at the same time, I think that, uh, I don't think she'll win Worlds. I think we'll probably see her leave after ProQuest season. Okay. Um, season 3. Um, I think so, too. Yeah, I, I, I think Briar's gonna be a little bit of a slower burn. We're I'll gonna put my to... money, she's gone at Worlds. I think we're gonna Not have just to... from the event, but, like, the battle-hardened or calling. 
guarantee showing enough points there. I mean, other I think that's fair. Other than like Brody, like North America is like we're not really doing anything to like push Briar to Living Legend. So like we're just gonna we're waiting sure. on Europe, Asia, Oceania. That being said, we haven't had a North American winner for the first two pro quests, <laughs> and so unless we're gonna really show up for Worlds, you know. We better. We better. Yeah, it's kind of. We kind of have to. It's well, on our home turf. Well, I mean, that's and my pick will kind of relate to that because, okay. um, you know, I I don't like just picking the hero. I like picking the person. You know me. I I yeah, that's true. Sure. You you, yeah, yeah. you picked Hayden Dale's Viscera. I'm a bit of a gambler, man. Like I don't yeah, know. I like it. Like, I like it. Um, that way. But yeah, I want Michael Hamilton to win. Okay. I like. I it. he's became. Like so, like probably my second favorite is, uh bad player. Like I really appreciate what he, d- he like does for the game. Are are you number one on uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> on your own one? list? Yeah. yeah. Um, I I personally I've played Matt Rogers three times, and I personally have enjoyed each and every game that we played, and then even after the game. So I think he's my favorite right now. But okay. if I got to play Michael Hamilton and we get to you know talk after game and whatnot, there's a good chance he could take that easily. I, I think like the thing about him is that like I, I think that when you talk to certain people in the card game space, that whenever you talk to them about certain techs and stuff like that, they become a little jaded. On like, oh well, this hasn't won an event, so it's not good. Right, right. I feel like Michael Hamilton is one of those people where it's like, hey, have you ever heard of Vigor Rush? Yeah, How do you yeah. feel about putting that into a deck? He'd actually talk through it with you and mm-hmm. have that discussion, and I feel like he would take that deck, help you take that deck to the next level. And I think he's... I think he's probably one of the most valuable teammates, honestly, because of that. Yeah, I think, uh, like, in all honesty, like. I don't know, maybe maybe I'm just kind of patting my team on the back here, but like I, I think like after joining Sneep, one of the things I found a lot of value in is having those Johnny players talk through those <laughs> like the weird cards and stuff because like those are the people that want to test and want to like get True. those little little micro uh, improvements um through through like those little card switches. So um, I think Michael Hamilton is like the height of a Johnny player. Oh, I'd give him that absolutely. Like, yeah, yeah, and like I don't know, like I think that that does great as like a person to promote the game as like an advertisement, and I think it's great to have someone to converse with that as well. So, yeah, no, certainly. But yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm hoping Michael Hamilton on Icelander. I hope he changes even Icelander. That'd be up. sick. Yeah. I, you know what? I would be absolutely thrilled if Icelander won it. I think that'd be a very cool hero to take it. Mm-hmm. Um, if I was a betting man, I had money to to spare on this. It's really between, and this kind of goes with the North American view I have, but it's really between Oldham and Five for me. Okay. Um, I think both of those. So I think Oldham has so much versatility that we can see like three different Oldham builds going into worlds. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe one of those builds is like the build to be all the briars and all the dromides or like whatever else we might see. Um, 
I could see that happening as Oldham. Um, if that was Oldham, it'd probably be Eric Darnheim as Oldham. Ooh, ooh I like. It. He just made a good deck tech video. Have you seen that I yet? Did. I might have to list. copy that deck list. Um, <laughs> Delete it. No, I, I mean, yeah. So, but the other thing is, is like I, I don't know if there's a bit of bias with that one, and so like. That's why I'm also really heavily considering Fi because I do think Fi has that very aggro style that can just kind of just, you know, get someone there. Like someone who's like knows the deck inside and out. Like I would say Fi is one of the easiest decks to pick up, but I'm thinking this person that wins has been playing Fi for like three months now. Knows yeah. the decks inside and out, knows how to play each matchup. And I can see a very skilled Fi player taking it as well. Could so, our boy Peter uh that'd be really cool i'd be, be so fucking cool. ecstatic if it was peter He's so cool Any, yeah anytime you like know someone and they they see success at any level i feel like yeah i, I just want them to succeed at this point yeah so mm -hmm. um and it's your homie yeah that's why flesh and blood's a great game is that i don't like like i have my competitive side and then i still want my friends to succeed so yeah absolutely uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Oldham. I I think Oldham's gonna take it. So that's my pick. Okay. Well, yeah, kind of to your yeah. point. Like he is kind of that. Like he gets into that dash section where it's like there's a little that, bit. There's that mind game now because he has like those different builds that he can kind of go mm -hmm. into. And like a lot of like the more aggro heroes, that's all they have is just aggro. So. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And I think they got to be really tuned. I think the the ultimate mind games are kind of interesting, but I think you made an interesting point about like kind of the regionality. It is, you know, it is a North American event world. So like how what's the percentage going to be like? That's that's something that I'm really interested in seeing on day one is mm -hmm. like what's the percent nationality to like any degree, right? That would be cool. I I hope they do like some sort of data like that cuz I think that would be it's like so awesome. Cool. I mean, that would paint such a huge narrative, especially early on to like the meta as mm -hmm. well, and just say like, "Hey, you know, like, I mean, just like, just the discussion we had. North America is not playing the same heroes that everybody else is playing. We're not even. We close. don't like to block, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, so I, I don't know. Like, I, I really, I really want to see what happens because, like, um, one of the regions that I think we just got to watch out for is Europe. Yeah, yeah. Europe has uh has had continued success through the big tournaments. Um and you know, I you would think I at least I would think it'd be like Oceania, you know, since that's where like mm -hmm. the game originated. But yeah, the I remember I remember when I first started playing this game, sort of first started playing competitively. I remember hearing that Dorinthia was huge in Europe and Europe is a laughing stock. Yes. And yeah. Yeah. That was like a thing, but now like we're you know who's the laughing stock now? You know <laughs> <laughs> that is that is, that is kind of interesting because I remember like when COVID kind of first started and Flesh and Blood was popping off, like there was like a weird like national pride that everyone was. like had right and, and like like the New Zealand players were talking mad shit about us players and i yeah, remember like there was us. that that rumble discord server that was like on 24 7 where anyone could like play and like i remember mm -hmm. getting on and like all i heard was them shitting on like north america and i was just like oh i don't ever want to play because like all they're gonna do is just scrutinize my play like 
and talk shit about oh, yeah. like i don't know but anyway they're like oh that's such an american thing to do to not block here yeah you <laughs> wanted to go aggro oh man. <laughs> but uh yeah like i think it's kind of interesting because europe was like the laughing stock as you mentioned and now they're just they're putting up numbers so mm-hmm. they definitely definitely are. i think they have more like i don't know their culture is really interesting and i think they have more ingenuity and a lot of pride right in in what they build so um yeah i think they're gonna be the the group to watch i think that's fair i i'm gonna say that i you know i hope we can get one you know especially on our home turf i hope we can get one uh i think the most uh um like american thing to do is um is i think we're huge net deckers i think and i'm fine with that i'm (laughs) not saying that as like a bad term but i think that's where we our strengths are is that we will net deck we that's why i i honestly think that's why we have a different meta it's because we're not trying to homebrew be creative we're not trying to homebrew we're not trying to respond to the meta we're like yeah i'll take that thank you yeah we got that now (laughs) we got a fast food culture for decades we do we don't want to we don't want to home make (laughs) these (laughs) this recipe we want to go to mcdonald's right yeah so uh i think that's where i think that's why we we see it a little differently um but damn that's a good point eric yeah i've always thought about that yeah Um, we're better because we're choosing the better decks I mean, that's how we view <laughs> it. Yeah, I guarantee that's how one. we view it. Europe's horrible. <laughs> yeah. Ingenuity, we don't need that. We just, look, I think it's a very American thing. And again, I hope we win it. And I, I, I have I pride for us. But I think it's a very American thing to be like, oh, I can take that deck and I can play it better. <laughs> it's so true. I think that's really how a lot of people see it. Oh, no. Or I can do that too. Right. You know? If you can do it, I, yeah, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything you can do, I can do better. Yeah, basically. Uh, what oh, movie God. was that right. from? That's Annie. There's no anything you can do. Yeah, I that sounds better. That sounds like Annie. Uh, but all right. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> too old. Too old for us. We're not. We're not that boomer. <laughs> we're still young. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, so I think the last thing I just want to talk about here is uh. So we've been having some earlier than i expected but we've been having some dynasty spoilers mm-hmm. that have came out um let's, let's start off with you gabe has there been any like spoiler that like really you know stuck so, out to you i think out of all the spoilers because they spoiled all those marvel cards and they're really cool frames that's true well, the black border frames mm-hmm. yeah as well as those couple leaks i think the biggest takeaway i had was i really like the new frame border for the marvels and how they did okay. it with the weapons Mm-hmm. Um, that's my most exciting thing. I think minus that, just the, yeah, just the, like the theme of it, like rock. I think that's, yeah. Cool. Yeah, no, I, I think that's fair. I, I do like how the Marvels are different than like mm-hmm. the, uh, Uprising Marvels. Yeah. I, I like the orange on the back of it being kind of like the primary color, because I think that will definitely mm-hmm. pop with the, the cold foil treatment that they're going to put on mm-hmm. that. My only concern on that side would be the black um cold foil just because um we've seen it done on stuff like the spellbound creepers and it's been black oh yeah so that's fair um, that is fair that is a concern of mine just because this is like the cool new thing and like Mm -hmm. there's a lot of black on it right so 
Yeah. Um, that that is a concern. Um, one of the things that I thought was kind of interesting was the ninja uh, chess piece. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Not just yeah. not just how annoyingly it was spoiled slowly over time. <laughs> like that was like <laughs> literally the dumbest way you can do that. <laughs> Yo, give us a spoiled card. We'll just give it to. Him. We we won't tease the people. <laughs> yeah, that was like literally the worst thing anyone could have done. Like I don't know. Mm. Like uh, that was really disappointing. Um, but like with that, I feel like if anything, for me, it brought forward like, you know, my tinfoil hat. So, you know, it just, just suctioned itself right on my head. Um, and I was just like, oh, well, does this mean that Katsu is getting the Starvo treatment? Oh, you did say Katsu. I, I thought you yet. meant Kano and I was like, no, nah, dude, we already have the input. Right. No, that's my interest. I've like conversation. Yeah, no, that's that the, makes sense. We've talked about Draconic, right? And like, if if mm-hmm. if a Draconic hero is coming, an old hero is getting Draconic. I feel like the most likely thing would be Katsu rather than Kano, because Kano, yes, it does fit the narrative. However, a lot of the Draconic act attacks that we're seeing are go again attacks, and who benefits the most off of go again is Katsu, not Kano. Mm. Like. How weird would it be to have a Kano that attacks and does magic damage? We haven't seen that yet. So I think uh, as far as like kind of an easier thing to fit into outside of just narrative and the cards that are available, I think is Katsu. That makes sense, especially since it's one of the original heroes and they did the first one with Bravo. He he could use a bump too, uh, honestly. All right, so remind me in one month, by Katsu right? And then okay. second okay. second off, uh if if it doesn't come true, just delete the video please yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> edit it out yep yep we'll just put in i really liked rock <laughs> rock good <laughs> so that that is kind of my my um out there take right that's 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 my spice that's cool. for the, like the new hero so um, yeah yeah we'll see what happens that's good shit. I like, yeah, that's a good one. Um, my favorite has been, and it's just kind of like one of, the, one of the first things that I noticed about this card game, and I thought it was really cool, is uh, I really like Crouching Tiger. I like that they're cool just naming it Crouching Tiger. They're right. cool with like naming like these cards like Choke Slam or, you know, I mean, it's like Ooh, they can be on the. Ones. On the nose is like we're gonna see a hidden dragon. I'm almost for sure. You know, we gotta wax on, right? And wax off now. Like, come on. Like, this game is fine with doing that, and I think that's really cool. So I don't know what a t- crouching tiger is yet, but I'm I'm excited to find They're out. They're fine with mixing Japanese and Chinese cultures with each other. It doesn't. It's a bad culture. <laughs> I... <laughs> um yeah well you know it's, it's... I, all right well i'll tell you like just from that comment oh, yeah. you know how i felt about <laughs> crouching tiger i was like hey, that's not ninja that's wuxia like, that's not look <laughs> uh, like, man it's it's all movies all right don't even worry it's just a reference to the movie not about. the culture yeah, <laughs> i all. was i was personally offended <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I want I oh. I so want Crouching Tiger to be like a plus one attack reaction for each on each Crouching Tiger that you can apply. 
Because it's a, that'd be cool. Because it would be a zero for three at that point, and that's on par mm-hmm. with ninja cards. And you know, I've heard people say that that's OP, but ninja needs attack reactions. And I, think... I mean, that's what ninja does is attack react. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Yeah, that'd be cool. my warrior friend would disagree with you on that one. <laughs> I guess that's fair. Yeah, warriors definitely are the attack reaction. But I, I definitely feel like Ninja needs more agency in that, and a zero cost attack reaction that isn't ancestral empowerment has been needed for a while. And mm-hmm. um, rapid reflex was not the answer. Oh, rapid reflex was dog. It was good and sealed, bad. like to block. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I must say that not even to use. Uh, it's good to pitch if you have a blue. Uh, yeah, all right. Well, so I think that's about. It. There's not a lot that happened this last weekend. Um, I think it's just everyone's just getting ready for world. Yeah, I think we're just so, grinding right now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, I feel like most of. Our uh, team has their deck list ready, and now it's just, yeah, it's just the grind, getting those little itty-bitty things put together, and just putting reps on the table just so that it becomes, like, second nature when we get to Worlds. Yeah, and I think you were saying um, for our podcast um, for 13 that we were going to actually discuss, like, how we're prepping for Worlds and um, just kind of those discussions as well. So kind of just a little yeah. bit of a preview for um, yeah. our listeners there. Yeah, yeah, we'll be going what we do as a team, uh, how we're going to, like, how we've been prepping. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll get into the whole thing. Uh, we and got some good topics. Honestly, if any of the viewers have uh, questions or anything they want to know about Worlds and our game plan, they can always comment and we can answer some of those. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I definitely want to, like, give you guys a, a slice of, uh, of time here because um, the viewers have just been, you guys have been awesome. Like, we've been getting more and more. So uh, I appreciate you guys checking in. The video stuff I think works because you know yeah. we're getting y'all y'all get to see our faces and you know see our reactions. But uh, our beautiful personalities, yeah. our, our personalities <laughs> are really shining through now. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, and then we're also we'll we'll try to get more guests as well. Um, oh yeah, yeah, because I think that was a lot of fun, and we'll we'll continue to do that. So uh, until then, I. Appreciate my my best my best friends my best guests, Mr. Gabe, Mr. Jonathan Wyatt, and um, to all the viewers out there. Thanks for listening and keep on fabbing. We'll see you next time. <laughs>